0: What about Rio? Well, no, I mean, he wants a nice place. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: Peekaboo,
0: you fuck let I see you, you
1: motherfucker. Do
2: you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pounds of mescaline, Five sheets of high-powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, a kind of raw ether, two dozen animals.
1: Having cards is a foolproof system.
0: It's also illegal.
1: It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah,
3: maybe after 9-11, where everybody gets so sensitive. Thanks a lot,
1: Ben not Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to Vegas Confessions. In today's episode number 37, we cover some shout-outs, we talk a little bit of Vegas, and something that happened this week that caught our attention. We also have an interesting email that a gentleman asked he wants to get his best bang for his buck in high-limit gambling. Being that we're talking about gambling, I also had some questions from my co-host about the way they gamble. We also have some interesting casino and casino karma stories that happened this past month that we talk about. We had an interesting email come in from a casino manager this week that lo and behold actually is a casino manager at one of our local casinos that we play at. So that was super exciting. We even play our new game, Bucket or Fuck It. That's always exciting. And we had an email come in with some suggestions, so stay tuned for that. We also cover our gamble palooza plans and events. Palooza is only days away at this point. So join us, guys, as we talk our plans and what we look forward to doing while we're at Gamblepalooza in Atlantic City this weekend. And again, anybody in the area or anybody who's going to be in Atlantic City this weekend, make sure to come by and say hi. It's going to be a great time, and it's going to be an even better group of folks. And before we get into the show, let me introduce myself. I'm Julian. I also will be introducing my two co-hosts, Kelly and Eric, because I actually butchered part of the episode this week and recorded over the beginning. Rookie. <laughs> that being said, you didn't miss anything important. It was just the beginning. We were just introducing ourselves and just getting into the show. Let's get into the show.
0: How you doing it's over uh, there, Eric? Doing well, man. Doing well. Getting ready for Gamble Palooza. We're gonna have a good time. Yes, sir.
1: Your week been super busy with taxes, I imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is the, uh, the week from hell, but uh, <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're uh, recording Sunday morning so we can get to the office and get back to work.
3: But there is a light at the end of your tunnel, correct?
0: For sure.
1: Yeah,
3: five, <laughs> five days from now, the light, the light will shine.
1: Exciting. So let's get started with the shout-outs.
3: All right, I'm going to do a surprise shout-out. I haven't heard from these guys in a while i wanted to shout out dr kev and mitch the last time that um i saw you we had such a good time i think we were in ac had a great time and can't wait to see you guys again
1: yeah those guys are actually going to vegas i believe might be the same week we're going to atlantic city so yeah they got lost a little bit but damn i wish we could have saw those guys (laughs) always
0: fun kevin is jokes man uh my shout out goes to carl schlegel oh nice yeah, so uh, I've been talking about Carl a lot over on The Better Life. But, yeah. Uh, Carl also uh, submitted some uh, stories for content. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you, Carl, and I uh, hope I'll be seeing you next week.
1: Yeah, Tim, a couple weeks ago, shared a picture, and he was talking about it on the podcast. This guy has a meat store? A uh, farm. Oh, he has a farm. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So I got a few here. Our first one is going out to Justin Walter. He was in Vegas this past week, guys, repping his VC shirt. Nice. Downtown. He was going <laughs> everywhere. He was said he was going to Plaza and stuff. So thank you, Justin. We appreciate that, man. And again, if anybody wants to get shirts, I'll be bringing them this week up to Atlantic City. I'm going to bring a few, not too much. It was really cool to see him post that. And we really do appreciate when people have our shirts on and out there repping the podcast. It's all the good fun we have with it. Um, A couple buddies start listening to the podcast and I just wanted honest feedback on, you know, what they thought of the show and how we were doing. And these guys really love us. I work with these guys. So AJ and Chris appreciate all the kind words. They started just, you know, listening because they were curious on what the hell a podcast even was. They just come back. These last few episodes are like You guys are so funny. I mean, you guys are making me laugh. I was riding in the car with my mom and my face turned red. Just fun. Oh, no. Yeah, it was funny, man. Like, I I was really getting a kick out of their feedback. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate that. Also, for the third straight show in a row, the listeners. Eric, I'm not sure if you're aware, but the other day I shared on social media that we've had the most downloaded episodes in VC history these last two. And on Twitter, we've added like 400 450 followers this last month i mean
0: shut up yeah dude Four, it, 400 yeah, 400 we were at two we were You're not wait 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 are you like buying russian <laughs> bot followers <laughs>
1: yeah. those are
3: wives you can buy not followers
0: <laughs>
1: i wonder which one's cheaper
2: <laughs>
1: no yeah but my phone's going off all the time, and I just really do appreciate it. We're getting a lot of followers and a lot of feedback. And again, this is why we do it, guys. We really do appreciate you guys giving us feedback. It does mean a lot. And the last one will have to be the iTunes team. So for the first three weeks of the show that we'd been doing this, we weren't on iTunes. You know me, Cal, Like, I'm real big with iTunes. That's oh, where yeah. I get all my podcasts, and I've been listening to podcasts since, like, 2009. So... For me to be, have our show on iTunes, like, you know, priority. Well, when we got the show back up and going, we submitted our show to everybody, Spotify, Stitcher, got on their Pocket Cast, no problem. And iTunes was kind of trying to figure out who the hell I was and why I was taking over the podcast and trying to re-upload episodes now and what's going on, you know. And so after a while of going back and forth with the email switching up and stuff, they're just kind of like, okay, we're going to help you dig into this thing. We're having a problem. It's like, what's the problem? They're like, a couple of your shows have some cuss words in the titles. We need you to take them out. (laughs) So we took them out, got that situated. Once I submitted that back to the iTunes team, they're like, okay, you're approved. You guys will be on iTunes tomorrow. Thank you for all the feedback. So again, thank you to the iTunes team. I mean, again, I'm newer to this stuff. I was having a huge headache with this thing. Couldn't figure out what, what it was taking to get us back on iTunes. So we have a little Vegas topic I wanted to cover real quick. To you guys, when you guys think of vending machines, what do you think of?
3: I think of candy bars.
1: Okay. How about you, Eric? What do you think of when you think of a vending machine at your hotel? At
0: my hotel, I don't know that I've ever used a vending machine in a hotel. I don't know, aspirin? Okay. So check this out. Well, for Las Vegas, chips, crackers,
1: cookies wasn't (laughs) just enough. You can easily find a vending machines with... Hygiene kits, condoms, and pregnancy tests, but this is where Vegas upped the game. This week, there's been an interesting addition to vending machines in Las Vegas, an opioid treatment called Narcan. Health officials say being able to quickly get a hold of Narcan can be the difference between life and death. So I wanted to ask you guys, what do you guys think about Narcan being sold in vending machines? I what I, what I didn't know is there is pregnancy tests in vending machines too, but I, it is Vegas.
3: <laughs> yeah, and in Vegas I, at a normal vending machine, I, I don't see pregnancy tests, nor do I ever see Narcan. But you know, I was doing a little a little research, yeah. and they they seize the most opiates. They they seize the most in Nevada, so I can see. The reason that they would the want to have something in case somebody overdoses. So, I mean, if it's something that's going to save your life, I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't know how often they will be utilized. I'd be curious to see those numbers in a year to see how many people actually went to a vending machine and right. bought it. Um, I'd be interested to see those numbers. If it's something that's going to save your life and somebody's willing to put it in there, that's great.
0: This was an unexpected twist <laughs> Right? when I got to. So so Jay sends out the show notes ahead of time, but it's just bullet points. Right. And it's just like, hey, this is the order. And this is kind of what we're going to talk about. And the show notes said Vegas vending machines.
3: <laughs> I
0: I was prepared for. Uh, champagne. I was prepared for uh, used panties. I was prepared. Somebody's I watched
3: pre- "Oranges is the New Black." I was. <laughs> I was. That.
0: I was prepared for just about anything that puts the um, sin in Sin City. You, you caught me off guard. Um, I think it's a good thing. I think we know. I hope we all know, like, what an epidemic uh, this is. And it's, it's a real problem. And, you know, I, I wish there wasn't a need for it to be in vending machines. But if that's where we find ourselves, I mean, I'm glad it's there.
1: I'm, um, I, I'm on the same board with you. Like, it's eye-catching to me because, you know, yes, you know it's an issue. But to have it in vending machines in the public area, it, it shows that there's a real serious problem.
0: Well, there is a real serious problem. We're losing people all the time. Right. But that's a, a real it's a real thing. You know, police officers are carrying it around with them because they encounter this so much. Like, you know, is it is it wrong to wonder how much it costs? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I I, I agree.
1: It, it was really interesting when I read this this past week. I was like, are you serious? But the first part that caught my attention well, was the pregnancy test. I was like, wait, what?
0: So, like, let's say you know somebody is in need, and I, I mean, thankfully, I've never experienced this, so I don't, right. I don't even know, like, how this would be administered. I, I guess the question is, should having the cash on you or a credit card on you <laughs> determine whether or not this person can be saved? Like, maybe it doesn't belong in a vending machine. Maybe it's something that needs to be made available more readily than behind a vending machine.
3: Okay, so I just looked it up. So this is actually rather interesting. You can get it on Amazon or Walmart for nineteen ninety five. Really? I was totally unaware. I'm, I'm guessing I'm unaware because I haven't had a need for it.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, or want or, or you know. Or knew what it was. Yeah. yeah. Or knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's right. awesome. Yeah, but 20 bucks. So I, I'm guessing in the vending machine, it'll be maybe 25, 30. So I'm guessing so- it's not overpriced. As in, like, I was thinking, like, you know, like some some drugs that you need that are prescription drugs are like, you know, could be 100, A 200, whatever. Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Right. So 20 bucks so you, if you overdose.
0: You know how Google and Amazon store like everything that you click on?
3: Yes. They... The, it's, the, yeah, it's going to show up in my feed, right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's going to yeah. be on
3: my Facebook feed tomorrow. Like, yeah. Kelly, Narcon available.
1: Narcan, 70% off.
3: Somehow my work's going to well, send me an uh, anonymous drug test. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kelly, you need to go maybe, get drug tested.
0: Or, or maybe they're black market selling your name to heroin dealers, <laughs> and you're going to start getting... You, right? So was it was it the I last be, episode? Yeah, I won't was be racially the
3: last
0: <laughs> Right. Exactly. Well, they're like, yeah, no, she fits the bill. Okay, Look send the heroin. Her. Go ahead. Yep. Okay.
1: <laughs> she googled it she's interested
3: <laughs> yeah I'm really surprised to know that it was, yeah. it's that cheap my my next question would be like I know it's significantly more expensive but in vending machines if they're going to supply this kind of stuff they should supply things that more people could utilize like an EpiPen more people are sure. allergic to things that and yeah. but EpiPens are significantly more expensive I know like we keep them on our med kits at work and they're like a hundred bucks to buy and they expire within like a year
0: yeah um, well, so that's 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 the going debate and growing debate, I guess, currently, right? Mm-hmm. Like people have to come out of pocket for an EpiPen or other medication and have that on them in the event of an emergency. But this Narcan, is that what it's called?
3: Narcan. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Narcan. Yeah. I mean, but you know, police officers administer Narcan for free regularly because people are O D.
3: Right. And and like so. any other prescription drug, you wonder what is the true cost. Yes. You know, and, and why such the price hike? I'm guessing an EpiPens because anybody who's significantly allergic to something needs it on hand. I, the demand is pretty high and it's something that, you know, people shouldn't go without even though the price is pretty high. So they can't just keep it on them all the time, especially if you're not going to use it and it expires.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. I'm I'm, I'm glad we brought this up because this went into more than I thought we were going to get into it. So that, that's pretty good. Also, we have a really interesting email from a gentleman named T.P. We're going to use his initials. He asked for his full name not to be said on the show. Let's get into it. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Mrs.
2: Clinton. We should stay in touch. What's the best way to reach you? Email? You've got mail. All
0: right. So this email came from T.P.? Love the pod. I wanted to ask Eric about high limit rooms. I played last year BJ for $100 a hand during the day at Aria. It was a blast. Incredible cigars, amazing wine, and premium cocktails. I played four and a half hours and walked out up $800 with a $5,000 bankroll. I was shocked at how little and minimal my comps were. Essentially, they took off one to three small meals. I don't know if that's one to three or one third i guess one to three one to three makes more sense yeah small meals and the stupid resort fee but nothing else what high limit rooms do you recommend for the guy that likes to splurge and wants a high quality trip i have heard that you need to be 200 dollars a hand and that i picked the stingiest high limit room in terms of comps suggestions welcome for ac or vegas love the show tp Awesome. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, you definitely picked one of the stingiest rooms.
3: <laughs>
0: so as a generality, right? The nicer the place, the less you're going to expect to get comped at table games. And $100 a hand in 2019 is not what it used to be, right? So uh, let's start with four and a half hours of play at $100 a hand. I I wouldn't expect a lot more than you got, quite frankly. Um, typically, that play is going to be enough to generate offers. So your future room will likely be comped. And they're typically looking for four hours a day at $100 a hand. So, you know, you at Aria, you satisfied enough to probably generate future offers and have some meals taken off. Um, where would I recommend? This is kind of. So, the game is always to find the nicest place that is no longer at the top of the heap, right? Because okay. as these places go down the list, they will typically offer more in marketing and via comps to bring people back because there's somebody new in town, right? So, if right, so you mentioned Aria, I'm going to assume that M Life is your preference. I'd be looking at Mirage, yeah. So I, Mirage see, I st- thought
1: you were going to mention like Mirage or uh. TI, something in that area, like, because, go ahead. Well, so,
0: yeah, so TI, well, TI, they'll give you even more, okay? There's something to be said for when you game at an MGM property or at a Caesars property, and they have all of these properties all over the country, there's a value to the comps that you accrue. They know that. So typically, they're not offering as much as an independent would, Okay, Okay, so T.I. is going to give you more and T.I. was a uh, when I say lower end, I don't mean a low end. I just mean it was lower than Mirage to begin with. Right. So, yeah, uh, T.I. would work well. But if you're looking, you know, if if you're bringing five grand to Aria, I don't know that Treasure Island is going to do it for you. So the tip would be find something that is not as new and shiny as Aria, where the same level of play will give you more in return. You know, it, it sucks to say this, but $100 a hand isn't that much anymore. I agree. Really, I, I was right? I, I knew it, you were going to say that. That's actually very true. Yeah. It, so, you know, uh, 200 a hand, I, you know, if you're looking for being treated big time at RA, you're going to have to be higher than 200 a hand, too. Uh, 200 a hand isn't going to, you know, let's, let's look at the math real quick. So if you understand basic strategy and you know the games that are spread in a high limit room, you're looking at probably about a 1% house edge. So that means that at a hundred dollars a hand, your theoretical is about a dollar a hand. And that's if he's playing perfect strategy. Right. And they're going to return to you, give or take 30% of that dollar. Yeah. Right. So your comps are looking at like 30 cents a hand a, wagered per hand. So in order to overcome this, you need to be able to um, use the marketing offers. Hopefully your action is enough that you can speak with a host. MGM is less likely to give you a host at $100 a hand based upon, you know, all I know of is one session at four and a half hours. That's not going to cut it. Yeah. So I I usually think the sweet spot for what you're going to get for your action is the upper end of the mid level. So it's still nice, uh, but it's not Aria nice. And you also have to factor in, you know, you talk about the incredible cigars, the wine, the premium cocktails. There's a value to that too, Mm -hmm. right? So the nicer the place, the better the drink service is going to be, things of that nature. Uh, That all adds up. I wouldn't expect any more than you got at Aria from any of the top tier places, quite frankly. So you have to ask yourself, TP, are you willing to move down to upper middle class places? Um, you know, hundred a hand will go real far downtown. Right. They'll treat you, right? they'll, they'll treat you like a king. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're looking for top of the strip, oh. not a whole lot to go around there.
1: So I was thinking of t- somewhere in the same ballpark, like either one... Maybe, you know, that bankroll has to be doubled and he has to play longer or take his action downtown. But for us, we know and get that not everybody wants to be downtown. So that
0: was one of my two thoughts immediately once I heard this. Well, you could have nice and not be on the strip. You know, it doesn't need to be downtown like now. Now that I'm thinking about it a little bit, uh, I don't know this to be true. I'm, I'm presuming it. But I would imagine a hundred dollar a hand player at The Palms or at um, What about Rio? Well, no, I mean he wants a nice place, so <laughs> so I, so uh, I'm 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 looking for a place where he may enjoy, where he may
3: oh, <laughs> oh, he sweet. may
0: he may enjoy his experience. But so maybe um, Red Rock. Palms, something like that, where also I, I think you get more bang for your buck. Um, I know Steve Sear was saying he'll take care of people at Palms with a five thousand dollar bankroll. Right. That's probably you know thinking about it now. If you said to me you've got five thousand to come to town with, I want some things to be taken care of. I'm gonna play four hours a day at a hundred dollars a hand i'd I'd probably call Steve and uh try to set something up at pomps
3: or I was thinking so if you're if you're if you're willing to forego some of the amenities in a high limit room, yeah but want more bang for your buck or want more comps um on the opposite end, would you go to maybe like one of the small mom and pop casinos, say like in Ellis Island so they're not gonna have a high limit room, but I know like just from like our play there, which was not $5,000 worthy, right. we were offered free rooms, free 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 play. We were offered um, free lunches and dinners. You were offered a lot of comps, not at the same tier level as, you know, wining and dining at the bigger properties, but you're offered a lot of money in, in comps.
1: For me, I think just it's the a la being in one of these big, phenomenal, fancy hotels that, you know, you just... You get everything comped, and I think that's a a gambler thing is to know you can just get everything comp, not have to worry about paying resort fees in the end. That you played enough, played enough with your currency that you don't have to worry about nothing.
3: But you're not talking a five thousand dollar bankroll. You're talking like bringing like a twenty five, fifty thousand dollar bankroll. Is that right, Eric? If you're really wanting on at a top tier property, most of your items comped. You you should probably plan on bringing twenty twenty five grand.
0: I would say a minimum of ten. Okay. I would say. Yeah. So and, I mean playing though. Yeah, you know I mean Yeah, right. So I mean the, the ratio is one percent is what they're looking for per bet, right? So at a hundred dollars a hand, that's a ten thousand dollar bankroll. If you have a marker for ten grand or you send front money for ten grand and you're gonna commit to four hours a day at hundred dollars a hand, you can expect substantially more. But that's still a hundred a hand and the you know, nicer places are probably going to be looking for more. I want to comment on your Ellis Island. Uh, so,
3: I like the so, ribs, by the way. Thank you so, very much. I, I I
0: I personally enjoy Ellis Island. Um, it's a rarity that I find myself leaving Ellis Island able to uh, walk, let alone drive. But
3: I do I do recall.
0: Yeah, but.
3: Me llamo Kelly.
0: <laughs> Me llamo Kelly.
3: Yeah. You are multilingual when we go to that place, Eric.
0: That's true. It does come out.
3: Does
1: come out. <laughs> Eric just started speaking Spanish the last time we were there.
0: I had no clue. It was great. It was great. Uh-huh. Hi Mujeres by Lando Descudo. <laughs> you
3: remember? Yeah. I,
0: I remember that. I remember
3: that. I was trying to,
0: was trying to get Joe Q to yeah, come Joe with Q, us, and he, yes. he wouldn't come. He didn't care.
3: I do have that on video, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm
0: going to share those pictures this week because all I was doing was crying and, so, and laughter, man. That so was I, great. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be president, is what you're telling me. <laughs> but that's okay.
3: You can be president as long as I'm chief of staff.
0: Okay. <laughs> so no, those videos
3: go away. Yeah, <laughs> not a problem.
0: All right. Have your people call my. There you people. go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I mean, in so, Ellis Island, you were saying.
0: Okay, so $100 a hand at Ellis Island will get you as much barbecue as you can eat.
3: Right. You know, because you're (laughs) at a smaller mom and pop property, the amenities are obviously not the same as, you know, at your Aria or wherever.
0: Right.
1: So you just got
3: to know what what your priority is.
0: Right. So the cigars, the drinks, the things that uh, were mentioned in the email as being amenities of the high limit room, Mm -hmm. you know, they are – more valuable right. than what you would get at ellis island so it only makes sense you know it, the, the and no disrespect to ellis island but their hotel was a super eight right, right. something like that so even though they've renovated it uh, you know what's the value of a motel room is it a hotel now is it mo- mo- whatever hotel, it is yeah El- okay ellis island hotel mm-hmm. uh, which uh, you guys stayed at and you were happy with correct
3: we didn't actually stay. Remember, we like. Oh yeah, Shane we gave stay. our
0: room to Shane
1: that Cause night. Because we, yeah. we
3: still had our room, but we went in and checked it out. It, it yeah. was really nice. Well, we
1: went in. The, we took Eric mm-hmm. in there, and he was like, "What the? Fu- where the hell are these guys taking me? They gonna <laughs> jump me? Yeah." So, but that's where we had our talk of inviting Eric on the podcast. But yeah, we didn't get to. I didn't. We didn't get to stay there. But yeah, not bad rooms. I mean, but okay. it's not right. five thousand so, yeah. dollar worthy. A really play, cute little right.
3: basket they prepared. We got to yeah. take that. Yeah. That was nice. But okay. it's just different so, than my- your top tier property.
0: Exactly. Yes. Right. So you just you just have to figure out, well, I think you said it right, Kelly, figure out what's important to you, mm-hmm. the cost of the room, the amenities, the drinks, the cigars. Right. Uh, but if I'm you, I'm probably going to Palm's.
3: Right. So rolling off of that question, though, which I think is really important, is if I took a $10,000 marker in and I'm a slot player as opposed to a blackjack player, do I need to... Play less to get more because you know obviously the 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 probability of winning is different. You know sure. then they have so, a, the house edge is way way less on blackjack, so they expect more play to get what you're gonna get. Where slots is, you know.
0: Right. So simple math. Um, if we're gonna say a hand of blackjack is a one percent house edge, uh, every bet on I'm gonna assume it's a penny slot for keeping it simple let's call that a 10 percent house edge right so you need to play 10 times more at a table than you would at a slot machine
3: right and if you're and a video poker player it's a what four two to four percent edge depending where you're playing it
0: depends on the pay table in the right. game yeah i mean it, that that you could actually have a over 100 uh video poker game so that you know it less than slot uh but you know it it depends i guess is really the answer but the other thing with slot machines you know think about how quickly you press the button and then the bet resolves itself one way or the other and then you press the button again you know if you have a full table playing blackjack you're gonna not only is the theo 10 times higher on a slot machine you're gonna probably get i don't know 10 15 spins in the time that it would take to resolve a blackjack and maybe more than 15 spins. yeah you're
3: right right yeah, I know theater, not not any theoretically, in actuality, I've been on a slot machine at our casino and in a maybe two or three hour period, I've gone through $20,000 in play because it, it tracks it for you, yeah. you know, in points. And it's really, really quick, especially if you're doing slots as opposed to video poker when you have, you know, your dealt hand and then your deal hand or draw yeah. hand. So, you know, you're getting two for the... Two looks at the machine for the price of one, where on a slot it's literally really quick and one time, you know, at a shot. So I can go through that much more money, and like you said, the house edge is so much better. You would think the comps would be a lot higher. Is that is that true, do you think?
0: Completely true. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Completely true.
1: All right, since we're talking about the gambling side of things, I wanted to ask you guys, when gambling for long periods of time— on video poker, or even slots, do you switch up machines or do you commit to one and one only?
3: Yeah, I have a really hard time switching machines, um, especially if I invest in that machine and it hasn't, hasn't paid off. I, my, my mind says, I've already put this money in, I, I'm going to get it back. And yeah. then it's a little bit of personal competition. And <laughs> yeah. I know it's not the smartest thing because in all actuality, the machine doesn't have to pay for days, let alone, you know, hours at a time. Yeah. Um, and I've experienced both of those. I've experienced being there long enough to get my money back. And I've experienced being there long enough and it never, ever pay. And then I'm just really upset when I walk away.
0: Most of the time that I would play a slot machine, it's because the progressive on a specific machine or bank of machines has gotten to a level. Uh, that makes it playable,
1: okay.
0: or or if it's a must-hit-buy machine, where that particular machine is um, primed, so to speak. Uh, So for slot machines, if I'm playing, typically I'm gonna stick with the one that I'm on. Video poker, unless it's a progressive, if the pay table is the same, I might move around, right? I'm looking for a specific pay table, and I don't care if it's uh, machine one or machine seven or how much money is already in machine one. Okay.
1: So, I got another one for you guys. This may be this may even sound a little weird. Has anyone ever given you money at the casino and I'm not talking slot attendants or cashiers. I'm talking random <laughs> people.
3: There was somebody playing to a machine next to me, and this was a lot of years ago over at, you know, our other casino. Like the they had hit a jackpot and then after they hit the jackpot, they're like, "Here, here for you 20 bucks." And I, I didn't I didn't take it. I'm like, "No, no, no, that's okay, really." She's like, "No, I just won." Yeah. I mean, very nice when yeah. people do that. Yeah. I I don't expect it. And I I feel weird if I take it because I'm here gambling my money. I don't want your money if you want it, you know, but it was a very nice gesture of them. Mm -hmm. So, so a couple of times that's happened when people want a jackpot, but other than that, people don't just walk by and hand me money. No. Okay. (laughs) How about you, bud?
0: I have been tipped money uh, as the shooter at a crap stable. Oh, okay. So I think, I think that counts.
1: I have one kind of the similar story to Kale. We were playing video poker bank of three machines lady in the middle and another lady to her other side of her and the lady in the middle hit a jackpot or hit a royal flush it got got dealt to her she you know she was super stoked super happy and we're like oh yeah we're you know we're cheering her on yeah congratulations and when the slot attendant came out and paid her out she was trying to give us you know 20 bucks each here you guys go we're like no 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 congratulations you know enjoy it and so next thing you know here she is slides $20 in her slot and slides $20 in my slot. And I was like, thank you. I've never had that happen. Again, like you said, craps tables, it happens all the time when you get a good roll or you do something or even say, oh, this number is going to hit and then it randomly hits. People might actually tip you. But, you know, it's never expected. So I thought that was one that was interesting. Um, Also, I wanted to touch on a little blackjack story that we had happen maybe a month ago, almost two months ago, because I haven't been this last month. I went up and walked to a Spanish blackjack table, and I see my friend Jose, who's the dealer, and there's two gentlemen playing already. So I jump in, sit in the middle, and uh, these guys immediately just were talking in Spanish, and no problem, you know, when, when I sit down, one of the guys tells the other, oh man, now that this guy sat down, you know, it's all gonna change, like, just don't worry about betting so big, let's just, you know, let's take it easy. And I didn't say nothing, you know, and mind you, they're talking in Spanish, and so sure enough, we start playing, and... I put my bets out, and I'm only playing five, ten bucks a hand, and this guy, you know, he tells the other guy in Spanish, like, look at this guy, he's getting, he's getting the matches, and he's only playing, you know, five, he's only playing two, three dollars on the bonus bet, and this is just irritating me, and I can't believe this, here we are betting all this money, and it's just not going our way, and, you know, again, I'm not saying anything, I'm tipping the dealer, and playing with the dealer, and he, you know, we're going back and forth, and uh, sure enough, these guys end up running out of money, they were up, like, A Couple hundred end up shooting it all lose it all then I hear one of the other guys over over say to the other one Let's just get out of here. You know, it's not worth it We're losing this, you know This guy's betting little and he keeps winning and I just I I ignore it and I tell uh I tell Jose I was like man, we're getting a good little run here, huh? And he's like yeah, man. He's like you're doing good. Everything's working out right now So sure enough these guys stand up put their last bet on the table And as soon as they get ready to head out I look up and I tell these guys in Spanish Hey, you guys have a safe ride home. It's raining out there. But just by the way, there's a variance to the game and it's going to swing and go either way. But just wanted you guys to know, had a good time playing with you guys. Be safe. And these, the looks on these guys' faces and, I t- and Jose just cracking up. And, I, and the, it was just priceless. Priceless at the moment. So again, that's what I wanted to touch on is the etiquette of people sometimes is not always there. And even karma in the casino, you know, it, 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 it exists. So they didn't think that you spoke Spanish? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, they were literally talking to each other about me directly across from each other. And I'm just sitting there, you know, not, just acting like I do not know what they're saying. I mean, they weren't offending me. I don't care. I'm, I'm playing minimal bets, five bucks with the three dollar uh, bonus uh, bets. So, I mean, I'm not playing big and I know, you know, it can be aggravating when you're losing Three four hundred dollars in a session, so I get it. You know, I just wasn't trying to make them even more aggravated. But the looks on these guys' faces when I replied to them in Spanish, "Hey, you guys, be safe. Be careful training out there." You know, so <laughs> they were just like, "What That's the hell?" Good times. And again, I wanted to lead in a little bit into the casino karma. And I think Cal, you have a really good karma story that we had happen last month when we were there.
3: We did. We had a an interesting, interesting turn of events when we were at the casino. So there's a bank of four machines that I've talked about before that I love to play. So as soon as we get to our casino, we go up to those those machines. Um, two of them are taken by individuals and they're playing. And then there's another set of two machines that are spaced one apart. So there's a machine, then there's somebody playing, and then there's another machine. And there was money in both of them. And I was kind of like, hmm, well, this lady's playing, so I guess I'll play the other one. And then I noticed that there was money in that one as well. And um, I'm like... Are you playing? She's like, yeah, actually, I, I I'm playing this one. And I said, well, are you playing that one too? She's like, yeah, I'm playing both. And so I just kind of looked at Jules and we we watched for a few minutes and said, are you still gonna play? She's like, yeah, I'm I'm playing both. I'm 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 not gonna you know give one up. And I'm like, all right. And so you know, and she after, was
1: playing machine one and three. So you guys can kind of get a visual of what this lady was doing
3: and with with a person playing in between her. You're so right. she was literally having to walk around. Both times, not just sitting at one machine. And, you know, you see yeah. that sometimes yeah. uh, a person sitting and just playing one right next to them. She was having to stand up and walk around every time she's playing both of these machines. And it was because it's one of those progressives, like the bank of four machines will hit mm-hmm. a random jackpot at any time. So I'm like, OK, so we leave. it and, and I said it really loudly when we left. I'm like, we'll see what happens later. You know, Karma gets the best of people to watch. And we were gone a couple hours and we come back and one of the machines has opened up that lady is still there and she she has gone down to one machine so i'm guessing she's probably losing and i continued to stay and play probably like four hours and as soon as julian comes to check on me you know the lady's losing losing she probably put like 2500 bucks in like she was on her last limb but she was just determined to pay the jackpot and lo and behold my machine goes off and i hit it and julian's comment was what julian
1: what did i say just karma's a bitch yes. i looked at the lady and i was like karma's a bitch she comes back and the lady's like acting like she forgot her player's card there and i just she she looked at kelly's machine that the lady was playing before cal jumped on it and she looked at it she just kind of looked and just took off real pissed off moved her head real mad and took off and it's just like have a good night And I just kept telling Kelly, you know, this lady's going to think about this all day when she's at work. Like, how did I not get it? How did I not get it? As soon as she gave up the machine, Kelly hit it. So again, karma goes a long way in the casinos and everywhere else in life. So again, guys, be courteous, (laughs) have etiquette and just, you know, have a good time at the casino. That's why we go. We go because it's our hobby. It's our enjoyment. And you know, when we're playing blackjack or craps or whatever it may be, there's the social aspect, which is the best part, and right. that shit's free. I mean, essentially, besides what you're putting down on the tables, getting to know people and having these great conversations and meeting new people, that's fun. I mean, the other day, we were at the supermarket, Eric. We're shopping, and this lady's just staring at me, and I have no idea why. I thought, like, she was security. So me and Kelly got our baskets full. We're paying for everything, and as soon as we're walking out the front door, this lady stops me, and she's like, Hey, were you playing blackjack the other night? And I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah, that's where we see you. She's like, yeah, you were playing my husband and this and that. And it was just funny because I I thought, like, you know, what's this lady staring at? And Kelly's like, who's this lady? I was like, I have no idea. And as soon as we walk over, she's like, weren't you guys Table Mountain the other night? You guys were playing uh, blackjack, right? You, me, and my husband. We were over here. We were playing for Ebet And I was like, yeah. And it turns out her husband hit a, I think it was a $6,000 side bet on that game so i mean just, they were pretty stoked that night very just a small world guys not only is it the casinos but you're gonna run into some of these people outside in life and again karma goes a long way man
3: most of them are really nice we've yeah. met so oh, yeah. many nice people and oh, yeah. you know that when you frequent them you know once a week or whatever and you see you play the same machines or you play the same tables you either get to know the dealers or people that also go and like to go to the same part of the casino and you learn to you know who they are where they're from you learn about their family yes. and and it's kind of like a not a home away from home but at least you're social and you learn to like other people and learn to associate and socialize right it's a positive thing if you make it that way
1: right So, on that same subject of, you know, meeting great people at the casino and having a good time, we had a really good email come in. This guy is actually a casino manager at one of the local casinos here that me and Kelly play at. Turns out he knows a little bit about us. He actually emailed the show and mentioned that, you know, he's from the same area that Eric grew up in, so I know you two are going to hit it off. But even texting back and forth this guy about, you know, questions for the casino and stuff like that, he was like, man, if you or your listeners have questions when it comes to gambling, casino talk, or even casino operations, I'd be more than happy to be a guest. So that's a potential lineup that we might have in the future. Excited about that. Also, we had emails about our bucket or fuck it game. A lot of people mentioning they really like it because, you know, when they go to Vegas, they might just use some of these ideas while they're there. Uh, We had another guy who messaged us through Twitter saying that he was actually there that week that the show came out. And He took some of our suggestions, and I think he actually went down to the Boneyard and the Neon Museum, so that was pretty cool. So let's jump into Bucket or Fuck It, guys. You guys ready? I'm ready. Ready. So we had some submissions from our friend Robin over at Anytime Gambling. If you guys haven't checked out his website, awesome website, all gambling, everything you need to know but he had some submissions for us so we'll cover his first before we do a couple of our own his first one was Ellis Island bucket or fuck it
3: bucket for me i had a really good experience people are really really nice yeah. um i think it's a great flip side to the to the big strip casinos you see mm-hmm. um it gave me a down home feeling and it's probably going to be a personal preference on what kind of gaming you envision when you envision Vegas gaming but the food was really good too so yeah. I'm definitely glad that we experienced it
0: okay how about you buddy I struggle with this I struggle with all of them I think <laughs> um, um, oh, man because I like it there but I I think if you are looking for this strip experience or if that's who you are then it it may not um, warrant a trip if my only options are Bucket or Fuck It, I gotta say Fuck It. Okay, okay. I I, I I do enjoy it there, but I don't think you need it to have the quintessential Vegas experience.
1: I'm on the same boat with both of you guys, actually, because I really enjoy it there. We have a great time. They have great crews. I mean, the staff that's there. I mean, Christina, Alice, and Anna, great people. They... Bartender, the really short lady with the axes, she's freaking great. <laughs> I mean, just really great at what she does. And I mean, just the experience. And that's what you're looking for is a good time no matter where you go, who you're with. And being that we always go everywhere with a group of friends, it's going to make it hard for this game for us, I believe, to justify what's our buckets and buckets because we have a great time everywhere we go. For me, it's, it's also in the same sentence, like it's, it's small. So, I mean, there's only so much you get there. Right. And with the Strip and downtown, there's so many other games and options. And that's where I'm kind of stuck in the middle. For me, I have to say Bucket because the food is that damn good.
3: The chicken really fried
1: good. chicken at Alice Island. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't get me started.
0: Can I endorse the place while saying fuck it? <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> is, is, is that a thing? Yeah. Like, I I like the place. I think I think you should go there. But, I you know, I don't. I don't think uh, your trip would be uh, incomplete without going there. Right.
1: And it's like you said, Eric, when you asked Kelly last episode, if it was Sydney's first trip, would you recommend it on her first trip? If you said no, I wouldn't. I mean, it for me, it's like yes or no, because you do well, have a good time, and there's the low limits as well.
3: And budget's going to come into play, because for price point on food and for the quality of yeah. food, it's really, yeah. really cheap yeah. for the quality that you get.
0: Right. Well, if you, so if you asked me... For Sid, would this make the list for a twenty one year old absolutely yeah i think yep. I think if you're twenty one and you need to stretch your budget i I think it's fantastic. I think it absolutely belongs as you must do on the trip because your bankroll will last longer, you'll get drunk quicker <laughs> um all all of the things that you look for as a twenty one year old can be had at Ellis Island, awesome. um yeah, all right what do we have
1: next awesome next is gonna be the donut bar downtown have you been there Eric I have yep okay have you been there babe? I have not okay yeah okay so this donut bar they open at like five in the morning these two chefs run the place they're brothers from San Fran or San Diego they have another original place in San Diego great little hole in the wall all kinds of different donuts and remember last year when I came back they sent me home with a case of donuts to fly home with all decorated yeah they had a pop tart one for me this place is a bucket if you're gonna take a walk downtown in the morning not very many people out and you're gonna have a coffee and hang out at a certain spot real chill vibe in the back that's a bucket for me and again the owners the the chefs I mean Jeff you guys are amazing, man. Yeah, Jeff, just a really great guy. Very friendly. I was doing YouTube videos with Trooper there, and he was in the videos. Just a very
0: stand-up dude. I've been there. Um, I think it was—we went as a group. Oh, for Oceans, But uh, huh? Yeah, I think the Oceans okay. trip, uh, we all went there. Um, donuts were very good. Not yeah. good, very good. Yeah. Um, I I, I can't have a donut shop beyond my bucket list for Vegas,
1: no matter how no matter how
0: good. Uh, You know, this game, I feel like, you know, those old men up in the balcony uh, on the Muppets. I don't know what their names are, but they just they just complain about everything and they shit on everything. That's what I feel like I am in this game. Like, I'm not going to Vegas for donuts. If I happen to be downtown, I, I think they were. They were really good. And the spot yeah. out back where you could just kind of hang out, it was really, really nice. So again, I'm not shitting on them, but th- that is not a that is not a Vegas bucket list item for me. So by default, it's fuck
1: it. Right. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's why this game is great, because mm-hmm. we're all different. Like, there's some people who look for certain things when they go, and some that are just not interested in, let's say, donuts, you know? So I mean, it's Vegas is so many different aspects for a lot of different people. His last one was Red Rock Resort. Now, I've never been to this place. I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about it. Cal, have you been?
3: I have not. Yeah.
1: Eric, you've been, I imagine.
0: I've been a bunch of times. I okay. like it there. I, I, I'm going to be like uh, uh, a broken record here. I happen to like Red Rock quite a bit. I, I think it, um, I think there's a lot of value to be had there. I think if you were going to Vegas for your first time, you wouldn't want to go all the way out to Summerlin yeah so the distance plays a role i know some people go um they do some nature stuff over at uh red rock that's uh, again i don't want to say fuck it but it's not a bucket list item so okay fuck it yeah fuck it
1: okay again Thank you, Robin, for those submissions. These are all things he said that he really enjoys. And again, he's like, I won't be offended if you guys don't have it as buckets all the time. I, I Again, I just wanted to throw in some ideas that I always do.
0: So again, buddy, thank you very much. I think at some point we're going to have to look back at the list because I think I'm, I'm at like a 70% fuck it ratio. And just, <laughs> and just pick out the ones and be like, no, he actually said those ones were pretty good. All right. I think maybe we should try those. <laughs> Awesome. So I'll start with my first one and see where you
1: guys stand with it. The high roller, the big thing by the link. What do you guys think?
3: That's actually on my list as oh, well. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. okay. Awesome. So that's on my bucket list because okay. I think it's an experience that no matter who's ridden it, has said it was a good experience. Not necessarily like, oh my gosh, the best thing I've ever done in right. Vegas, but they were definitely glad that they, they went on it. So it's a bucket for me.
0: I've done it about five times. Uh, You know, the first quarter of it, you're looking at a parking garage and there's no bathroom (laughs) and they give you drinks before. (laughs) Yeah. So I've done both the bar car and the what are they called? The happy half hour. Yes. And and the regular one. Um, The bar does make it better. But like I said, no bathroom. I don't envision doing it again. So although I enjoyed it, that's a fuck it.
1: Okay. and I'm on the same boat. I did it last year with the 360 event that they had, and we all went up there as a group. It was fun because we were all there as a group. Everybody was getting to experience it together. For the most part, it was really slow. Like you said, once you're up there and you see everything, you're like, shit, can we just get out of this thing and go party? (laughs) Go to O'Shea's or something so we can go gamble? Like it's, I get it. It's, It's fun, but I think it just moved a little too slow for me. And again, yes, you guys know I'm all about views and videos and stuff, but... After a half hour of being in a damn pod, you just feel like you're trapped and you want to go somewhere. So for me, I I have to say, fuck it. You know the whole wow. beginning is it's exciting to know that oh you're gonna see it all, but we're always out and about like we see it all, all the time. You know, so I just feel like it, it's it's nice. It, it's 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 a great view. It's hard to contain me for thirty minutes. Damn it. <laughs>
0: Kelly, if he turns into a curmudgeon, it's clearly my fault. <laughs> I'll apologize in advance.
3: No, it's like the optimist is turning to the pessimist slowly no, in front well, of my eyes. No, my audience. thing
1: was, is, I had to pee. <laughs> I had to pee, and I just went pee. So I mean, I had to go. So, so it's like,
3: like I tell the four-year-old, go potty before bed. Yeah, go I did. potty I before did. the ride I went starts. Pee,
1: <laughs> and I still had to go again. So do you have another one besides <laughs> your high roller?
3: I do. Um, I had been reading about this this morning and I haven't experienced it yet, but it sounded like it was a pretty popular attraction. And that's the Mirageville volcano.
1: Oh, OK. I've, I haven't I haven't seen it either. I hear great things about it. I would like to see that. I would. I really would like to see that.
0: How about you, Eric? Have you seen it? Many, many times. It's Bucket. It's Bucket. Okay. So I, I don't I don't think that the show is I mean, it's, it's very short so really it you know you're just you get a time when you're walking down the strip you don't have to actually um get that close to it but like you could feel the heat oh it's it's pretty cool you know it's not anything that you're gonna walk away from and be like wow that changed my life that was the most incredible thing i've ever experienced ever but it's cool and it's quintessential vegas and i think much like the um, Bellagio fountains to a lesser degree you should probably see the volcano at Mirage Okay, well, you know put that on list,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that'll take like 10 minutes out of your trip you hear that Ellis Island <laughs> 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 the volcano get a bucket <laughs> uh, shit go
3: ahead Love
1: buddy it. you got Christina. the next one
0: <laughs> We love you,
1: Christina. She's going to hang up on me when, she, like she hangs up on Vegas Bun Boy whenever I call. That's Thanks.
0: funny. Do you, want, you want to hear a Christina Ellis story real quick yeah. before we, we get – Okay. So I lovingly refer to Ellis Island as my favorite shithole in Vegas.
3: <laughs>
0: I was in – I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook, but it was some form of social media where I was talking to somebody – Uh, who publicly who asked about Ellis Island and I referred to it as my favorite shithole in Vegas (laughs) to which Christina Ellis replied, you know, we like to think of it as a value, whatever, you know, but uh, (laughs) like I looked down to the reply and this was before I ever met her. And I looked, I was like, huh, her last name is Ellis. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Oh, Hmm. well. Okay, so she was very nice to me when we met, but, you know, I don't know that she remembers, but yes, I'm I'm that guy. Um, <laughs> open mouth, insert foot.
3: <laughs>
0: so, how about the voodoo lounge at Rio? Voodoo? See, this is my problem.
1: I hear so many shit things about Rio in general. I've seen... A lot of interesting videos on YouTube of Rio. I've actually never been down to the Rio area. Orleans, Palms, I've never gone down that way. And I think our next trip, that's going to be a, a, probably a priority of mine, is making it down that way because what well, Palms had a big renovation. They're changing things up big time. And I've just never ventured out that way. And I don't know why. I know they host the World Series of Poker down there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never yeah, made it out so- that
0: way. So Rio is in disrepair. Uh there was a time when it was nice and fun. It's probably it um, the late the
3: late nineties, it was very popular and very nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, so the places that you mentioned, uh Rio, Palms, Gold Coast is the other one. What did you mention? The Orleans. The Orleans, yeah. That's that, that's over on the other side. So Orleans is like more family oriented palms is they're trying to recapture the uh the the hotness that it was in the 90s if uh if people still say that
3: it was like when Britney Spears would go there on the weekends and yeah right 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 right.
0: they're dumping a lot of money into that place and I don't know if you've seen that statue that they have at the pool no what is it oh yeah you should you should so you should (laughs) take a look at the statue that they have at the pool that is uh Google-worthy. She's doing right now. <laughs> you don't. Palms you don't. Pool. You don't want to. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to stand next to it for comparison purposes.
3: <laughs> Palms pool statue. <laughs> Let's oh, <God>. see. <laughs> oh, oh, like oh. All the parts are great, huh? You like it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what on God's <laughs> green earth is it?
0: <laughs> Jay, Jay, how's that work for you?
1: Jay, is that good?
3: <laughs> I think everybody. That's an
1: image I don't need in my head, but okay. There should
3: be a competition, and every man should stand naked in front of this statue and see how he compares. (laughs) Jesus. I'm not
0: worried. I'm not worried. (laughs) I'm not
3: worried.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. We're leaving this in. That's awesome.
3: His little thingy even has like ordainments on it. Yeah. No, it's like. I'm going to have to superimpose this, but...
1: Okay, Kelly, you can close it now. Jesus. <laughs> Practically cheating right here.
3: I need a towel. She's, she, <laughs>
0: she's going she's gonna to print it and tape it to your face, Jay.
3: All, all you have to do is look at his feet, and you don't even need to know what the, the other part looks like. See? Look at his feet. Jesus. Anybody
1: who's interested can Google this image. Statue at the Palms Pool, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. All you
3: have to Google is Palms Pool Statue.
1: I've never been to the Voodoo Lounge. Cal. you ever been that way?
3: No, it's never been a point of interest for me. So I think it's automatically a fuck it, because I've never even been like, ooh, maybe.
0: So what is this Voodoo Lounge, Eric? It's a club. It's an outside club. Uh, It's over at the Rio... It was very, very popular years ago, and much like everything at the Rio, um, it, it's not as popular as it used to be. I went there at some point last year. I don't remember when, and we had a good time.
1: So for the last bucket or fuck it item, and we'll have plenty more in the future, these, I like that these get us talking. These bring us, you know, gets to let the listener know what side of, of who we are and what we <laughs> like about Vegas. The Hoover Dam. You know, it's got great ratings, great reviews. I hear great stories. I've seen a lot of YouTubers that go out there and really enjoy it. I've never been, and I think that's going to be a, on my bucket list because of, you know, knowing that that's where it all started.
3: It's an interesting point.
1: So are you fuck it? That's what it sounds like to you. <laughs> uh,
3: from an educator's perspective, it should be on everybody's bucket list. Because of engineering, because of history, yeah. because of everything else. But when most of us go to Vegas, it's not to get an educational experience. Yeah. And and I would love to actually personally see it, because I think it's very interesting. It's like the Grand Canyon. It's mm-hmm. something everybody should see. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily know if it's something you should see on a trip to Vegas. Okay. You know, I know it's right by Vegas. And it's like an hour away, and they have the tours and everything. Um, same thing with Grand Canyon. Those are both trips you should take, but maybe you should take a Grand Canyon Hoover Dam trip on its own. So I think it's a bucket list, but not a Vegas bucket list for me because okay. when I go to Vegas, I want Vegas experiences not Vegas. not yeah, let's educationally be absorbed. Does that make sense? Bucket list, but not on a trip to Vegas. And I just know myself, when I go to Vegas, I don't go very far from a slot machine or a property that has slot machines. Yeah. Right?
0: Okay. How about you, Eric? I've gone twice fuck it.
1: (laughs) Awesome. I
3: I love how Eric, we we say a bucket or fuck it item, and he'll be like, I've gone two, three, four, five times, but fuck it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
3: (laughs) Like the the wheel. I've been five times, but fuck it.
0: (laughs) So the difference is uh, the high roller I got free tickets from, uh, then total rewards now, Caesar's rewards, Um, and the damn... I went because other people on the party wanted to go. It was interesting. It was a worthwhile trip, but I you know, I hold bucket list in very high regard. Like these are things that are important that you, you know, owe it to yourself to do. Yeah. And I don't I don't think my life would have been um any less fulfilled if I never made it to the Hoover Dam.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. So fuck it for both of you guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so before we wrap up, I wanted to cover a little of our Gamble Palooza plans and events. And of course, there's going to be plenty of recording, and I'm going to even try to do some live streaming on my side while we're there. And it's probably going to have to be on my YouTube channel, because when I try it on the Vegas Confessions Periscope, it doesn't seem to work, because I have two accounts. So it doesn't know which live stream it's going to work through. So I don't know how that works. I might have to look into that more. I fly in Thursday. The event, again, guys, the event starts initially Saturday. Most people are going to be coming in Friday, getting ready pre-gaming and stuff. I do fly in Thursday about 3 p.m. I have two pit stops, Eric, on my way to AC. Before I plan on heading out, I wanted to stop and see our friend Zach over at Harris and again thank him in person for coming on the episode and talking a little casino talk with us and giving us a little look into how his daily operations work and how his things work on the casino side for a casino with no actual hotel so that was a really cool interview and I really enjoyed the time we had to spend with him and after that I wanted to make another pit stop at Gino's Steaks and Pat's those are the two rival places that are really well known in Philly for having the best cheesesteaks so I wanted to go and try an authentic cheesesteak I know I said that the last two times we went to AC and it didn't get to happen but I'm gonna make it a point to happen before I get to AC this trip so that's kind of my plans. I know me and Eric have been talking a little bit about when I get in, but this is kind of the layout I have set up. So since on vacation, I thought, eh, we'll splurge a little bit, you know? I know some folks are getting limos and rental cars, but I went even more luxurious, guys. I decide I will be pulling into AC in fashion on a nice Greyhound bus. (laughs) So gonna be riding the bus from Philly to AC. I want to check how that is, and you know, I've I've seen a lot of the reviews and I've heard a friend uh, who is a Craig over from the Do For A Win. He rides down on the buses from New York. And so I thought, hey, what the trains not working right now, because those are all being repaired and not going to be open, I believe the guy said until Memorial Day weekend. Kind of had to look another route. Renting a car I didn't think going to be a good idea because I'm there for so long. So that just tax on even more money. And I thought, ah, we'll take the bus. It's only 20 bucks, so we'll check that out. So... After I do that, I'll be checking in the Caesars for a few nights. Unpack, probably head straight down to the Wild West. See, check out the tables, see how things are going. Friday, I'm probably gonna rent a bike in the morning, cruise AC in the boardwalk, get some good footage for some YouTube videos. Maybe make a pit stop at Ocean on the way back at some Serial Town. And on Serial Town note, it really bums me out that our second trip in a row to AC are due for a win guys are not going to be there <laughs> so again i'm trying to get up this cereal bet pay up with uh craig so we can get that taken care and it doesn't seem to happen this trip so again looks like we'll have so, another date at cereal town
0: so jay i mean make it easy on yourself right a bowl of cereal is like i don't know 15 dollars at cereal town get a 20 dollar gift card send it to cereal, Craig. Yeah, there we go there we go now we're talking you, you pay right you paid your bet and everybody can move on Thank you, Vegas Knights. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably head back to the casino after that. I know some people are going to start trickling in Friday nights. So I'm excited to see, you know, who's getting in and stuff. And we'll meet up at some point and have some drinks. Uh, Friday, that's out of the way. Saturday morning. Looks like we are having a sponsored cocktail hour. Sponsored by Travelzort. And it looks like it's at noon. Which is nine p.m. <laughs> or 9 a.m. my time. So it looks like I'll be getting drunk early in the morning. Then... <laughs> <laughs> the group gaming at Wild Wild West right after. That's gonna be fun. Just imagine our group at Wild Wild West. It's gonna be a good
0: time. I, the old school games. I don't. I don't know how much is gonna be open at Wild Wild West. Oh at really? That time. Yeah. So it it may very well be either Bally's or Caesars. Um, I don't know when they open the tables at Wild Wild West. Oh. Um. Yeah. I. It. They may be open. I don't know. So it looks like
1: after that, we're meeting up at Ocean Sportbooks with Tim and, the, and you guys over at 5 o'clock. So that'll be fun to see what kind of bets get put in from there. And then at 6 o'clock, we're going to dinner at Dolce Mar. Following that is group gaming at 8 o'clock at Ocean. And then we'll see where the night's going to take us from there. So again, when we have these group events, everybody just kind of goes their own way. Some go do video poker, some head to the table. So it's nice to see, you know, what people are going to do. Their, their strategies and play and stuff, so I'm excited about just getting together with everybody. What do we have? Sunday, 11.15, brunch at Capriccio at resorts. Again, another one I didn't sign up for, but I'm going out to resorts because I know we have private gaming later on that day. At 1 p.m., there's a high-limit slot pool at resorts. Then following that at 7 p.m., we're having drinks at the Hard Rock somewhere. At 7.30, Asian Gaming at the Hard Rock, 9pm, basically let loose and start gaming group style all over the place. With some possible late night eats was mentioned. Monday is a poker meetup. I'm not a big poker guy. Again, if the group's heading over, I'll probably end up at Borgata to go spend time with everybody. For the most part, I find it funny because I watch a lot of these poker YouTubers that play a lot of poker... Don't know what the hell they're doing, what they're talking about, and all this stuff, but I like their content, the stuff they talk about. Poker seems like more of a mind game to me, which I can't really get into. I just like to have fun. Tuesday, I'll probably have some farewell sessions of craps. Some don't sessions before heading out on my luxurious Greyhound bus back to Philly. I head over to the airport uh, via Lyft, then one last pit stop before flying home earl sandwich
3: oh it was good that that was good
1: so i'm looking forward to all those things and again if you guys are looking forward to meeting up with us you can probably find me at wild wild west look for the guy with the vegas confession shirt and a go gamble hat that's all i'm gonna say you'll find me at some point but we've had a lot of people reaching out messaging through facebook twitter and stuff like that just excited that we're coming out people wanting to meet us for the first time and like i said the feedback of the show, guys, has just been overwhelming. I mean, the amount of followers, the downloads, the people messaging, emails coming in, it's, it's really helping because it's bringing a lot of future content and a lot of ideas to the table. So again, really, really do appreciate this. Eric, you have anything as far as plans or anything you're looking forward to? I know you mentioned on The Better Life you're looking forward to hanging out with everybody, but is there anything... That you've missed, like video poker since you've been to Macau or anything that you haven't <laughs> got to do sports. I'm, I'm pretty sure you got some sports bets in either regardless of going to the casino or not.
0: Right. Yeah, sports betting hasn't uh, stopped. I haven't played craps in quite a while. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, all of our friends at a craps table and uh, getting on a heater. Nice. I'm
1: on the same that's, boat. That's I what think. I'm looking forward to. I think the last time I played was when we were in there for Oceans. Yeah. When were we there? September? It was last year. Yeah.
0: So it's been a while. That was that was that was summertime. Right? Yeah, it's been a while. Because remember remember the Laughlin guys it was like 120 degrees. Yeah. It was
3: the end of July.
0: Really? Cuz mm-hmm.
3: remember you we my daughter had a, a softball tournament down south and I drove my parents halfway oh, yes. and then yes, we came back yes, to the airport yes, at LAX. Met, yeah, so that's end right. of July. Yeah. yeah.
1: okay Okay. Yeah, so it's been that a was while. Fun. It's been a while. Yeah, that was a great trip too. All these trips are great, man. The people you get to meet, the times you have Unforgettable. It's why we do this, man. And just to spread the good word and enjoy ourselves. You guys have anything else before we get out of here?
3: Have fun. Everybody, at I hope you have a great time. Take lots of pictures. Yes,
1: we will. We'll and too.
3: post. Post on Twitter, at least.
1: And I don't know if you guys can tell, but I am getting excited by the day. Kelly mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> She's like um you know your trip's coming up and all i could do was just smile all i could do was smile i'm like god damn it's it's finally here like you've been thinking so long like oh it's a few months away you know then you have these chats where you're interacting with everybody and now it's coming up and these are you know the most exciting times for me so i appreciate it i'm
3: like five days asshole and you get a six day vacation (laughs) congratulations
1: So, again, I want to thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all the feedback. And, again, the downloads mean so much. But, again, do us a huge favor. Just leave us a review on iTunes or any of your listening platforms. It goes a long ways, guys. And we really do enjoy the feedback when it comes to, you know, you sharing the show with other people and people trying to find something in this ballpark, like gambling or, you know, stuff in the, that we talk about, like casinos and places we go to. So that helps tremendously. Again, if you guys want to reach out to us, shoot us an email. We're probably going to let the phone thing die down because that doesn't really seem to grab attention. But if you guys have an email or if you want to submit an audio clip, record it, send it to me. I'll, I'll get it and I'll show I'll give you guys the notes on how to do that too. But if you want to reach out to the podcast, Vegas Confessions Pod on Twitter, Vegas Confessions Pod on Facebook. I'm Julian Romero. My wife's Kelly Kuma on social media and you guys can get Eric at E. Rosenthal 1029. If you guys have questions, concerns, or if you're excited about this week, let us know. We look forward to seeing you guys this week. Thank you for listening so much. Cheers.
3: Cheers.
0: Uh-oh. Cheers.
2: The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet you're going to regret, because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rosin' up your bow, and play your fiddle hard. Because hell's broke loose in Georgia, and the devil deals at cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son But sit down in that chair right there And let me show you how it's done Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run
3: The devil's in the house
2: of the rising sun Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough Granny, there's your dog back, no child knows The devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been He played found on the mountain, run, forward, run Devil's in the house of the rising sun Chicken in the bread pen picking out dough we you don't no child knows